Welcome to the Adopting Joy podcast. I'm your host, Colleen Joy Ryan. It's my passionate mission to share inspirational insights, actionable tips, tools, and techniques that you can apply immediately so you can create your best life. Sample topics include dealing with difficult people, how to get motivated and stay motivated, and transforming your struggles into success. If you're looking to create a more free and fulfilling life filled with greater happiness, health, and healing, you've come to the right place. My goal is to help you love your life. It's one of the secrets to adopting joy. Are you feeling overwhelmed right now with everything you have to do and you just want some actionable, easy steps on personal accountability, overcoming procrastination and eliminating overwhelm? It's especially easy to procrastinate when the task is something you don't want to do. Or as I hear from a lot of people in my coaching and speaking engagements, maybe you don't really know how to do it correctly because uh, whatever it is you're procrastinating, it feels new, scary, uncomfortable, or you don't have the time. Maybe it's all of the above. So during this busy season of December, here are simple steps to get you accomplishing your goals. And I also wanna say that while some of these are simple, like anything, they're not necessarily easy to execute, but they'll be very simple to understand. So here are the seven simple steps. Number one, you may never feel like doing it. Whatever that task is, don't wait until you're motivated. For instance, a lot of people talk to me about not working out because they'll say that they don't have the time. And then after a while, they'll say that they know if they were really motivated, they would just do it. So don't wait until you feel like it because you may never feel like it. But as I like to say, do it anyway. Why? Because the doing takes courage. It takes effort. Whatever that thing is that you've been putting off, it takes effort. And because you've made the effort to do it, that will override your self-doubt and lack of confidence from not doing it. And why is that? Because you're proving to yourself that you're not listening to your negative self-talk. You're not hearing yourself say, see, I knew you wouldn't do it. I knew you'd be too lazy because you're actually doing it. By the way, research shows that people who typically procrastinate are especially hard on themselves precisely because they procrastinate and they can be perfectionists. 
It's also a way of avoiding overwhelm and avoiding stress. And of course, you get that dopamine into your brain, the feel-good hormones, when you initially put something off. But like any drug, after a while, you need more and more. So of course, what happens when you procrastinate because you don't feel like doing something? You guessed it. It adds to the stress and overwhelm. So you're not necessarily lazy. It may be that when you procrastinate, you are especially hard on yourself because you procrastinated. So forgive yourself and move on. The worse you feel about yourself, the more you'll have trouble starting. Number two, remember your ABCs. Now, this is a phrase I came up with because <laughs> if you're OCD like me and have obsessive compulsive disorder, it's so easy to get caught up in the all or nothing mentality. What happens is the minute you don't feel like doing the all, what do you do? You guessed it, nothing. So I came up with the phrase, remember your ABCs, and here's what that stands for. The A stands for action. Action is the antidote to inertia. Taking action helps you overcome depression, discouragement, and even despair. Now, it sounds kind of corny, but it's really true that action produces traction, which leads me to the B. B is for baby steps. My mom used to say, just take baby steps. And there's a lot to be said for that because the benefit to this is that you'll often get on a roll and once you you know, get started, you'll want to keep going. So oftentimes, baby steps lead to bigger steps. And this leads me to C. C is for confidence. When you take action, even baby steps, small steps, you feel better about yourself. And this increases your confidence. So how do you take action? You know, that's the hard part. How, how do you take action? Number three, studies show the hardest part is getting started. You use a lot more energy in the beginning. You expend a lot more energy in the beginning just to get yourself going. And that's why after a while, you're often on a roll because starting is the most challenging part. So sometimes you literally have to put one foot in front of the other and just start. Number four, and I know you'll be able to relate to this, we all can. Number four, you are thinking about it anyway. <laughs> you may as well start because you know what? While you're doing all those other things, those things that you would rather be doing, what do you think what are you thinking about? You're still thinking about what you should do, that thing that you're not doing. 
And then what happens is it ruins whatever more fun task you were working on, you know, that you wanted to do. Have you also noticed that when you finish doing that thing that you really didn't want to do, not only do you feel more confident um, because you were overriding your self-doubt and your negative self-talk, but the other thing is when you finish it, you feel lighter, you feel happier, you just feel better. And you're saying to yourself, oh, if only I'd gotten that over with sooner. I, I wouldn't have had to think about it. I wasted so much time and energy just thinking about it. So you might as well just start because you're thinking about it anyway. Number five, have an accountability partner. One of the best ways to hold yourself accountable is to have someone else holding you accountable. Now that said, pick someone who will not only hold your feet to the fire, but be supportive as well. And also find someone who has big goals in the same situation as you. It can be your best friend, a colleague, or a coach. I have somebody um, that I work with who is a fellow speaker and personal coach like me. And he and I will email each other about once every week, sometimes once every two weeks, but about once every week. And it's all of the key things that we had to get done for the week, including the action steps. Now, what we do is we start out on Monday with all of the really important things that um, we have to do. And then if something comes along that gets in the way that is suddenly urgent, you know, we'll each, we'll email each other with that. But there's something about verbally committing it to somebody else and in writing that makes you want to be accountable. Number six, write down your goals. Now you've heard this before, but studies show you are at least 42% more likely to accomplish something that is written down. I would also add, have goals written down on something where you'll see them all throughout the day. Either keep them in your phone's photo session or write them in a, a planner or on a white dry erase board where you see them and then once you've got something done, you can erase it. There, there's a lot of satisfaction in just being able to erase it and not have something up there. You know, you accomplished at least one thing that morning, however small, uh, just to start. And by the way, I know what you're thinking, that no sooner will you erase something from the list that yes, you will add something. But there is great joy in just being able to take things off your list. So write down your goals and also write down action steps for how you're going to accomplish each of those goals. Number seven, is fear 
holding you back. A lot of the people I coach and speak to bring up the subject of fear as sometimes being at the root of why they're unable to hold themselves accountable and and do something. And I'm really happy that they bring up fear because number one, it shows they're being honest, um, you know, especially with themselves. And number two, it shows that they're in tune with their feelings. Sometimes it's that you don't, it's not that you don't want to do it. Sometimes there's some kind of fear holding your back, whether it's the fear that you're not going to do it well enough, the fear that you will run out of time. Sometimes there's the fear of what other people think. You know, people often um, can experience this when they're posting to social media. So is fear holding you back the best way to find out if fear is keeping you from achieving your goals is to journal within the first half hour of the morning. Now, this is something that I've talked about before, but it's very important. Just start writing and see what comes up and be honest when you're writing. Just write it all out. If fear surfaces, such as imagining a worst case scenario, write it down. What is that worst case scenario that you fear might happen? Get it all out on paper. Then ask yourself, okay, what would you do if that worst case scenario happens? What is your plan B? And write that down too. I believe it was Mark Twain who said 95% of what he worried about never happened. But at least you've got it written down. And writing it down is powerful because it's very beneficial to see on paper, literally to see in black and white, what is really holding you back. And I find that when you do, um, I call this coffee and journaling, maybe for you it's tea and journaling, but this will really show you your patterns. It'll show you what you typically are doing well and what you have no trouble making yourself do. And after a while, it'll also start to show you your patterns of procrastination, as well as your excuses. What are your excuses for your patterns? Number eight, remember your MDTs. I call these your must-do todays. I came up with this phrase, and it really helps me hold myself accountable for what I must have completed by the end of the day. And it may not entail completing an entire project, but rather an action step. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Your MDTs are what you must do today, not necessarily whole goals, but write down even one thing that you must do today, no matter what. And this is something that can really help you with overwhelm, you may have 20 things that you want to put on the list, you know, or at least three must do today's MDTs that you've got to start with. But if you really want to avoid overwhelm, just start by writing down one thing that you must do and have completed by the end of the day and know that it may change. 
And don't beat yourself up if it does. Life happens and circumstances change. Number nine, celebrate small wins. You know, I think a lot of us tend to be hard on ourselves and we tend to focus on what we didn't accomplish. Um, You know, I hear this a lot in my speaking engagements with the coaching, and I know I've been guilty of this too. So celebrate small wins. Sometimes you you need permission. (laughs) So I'm giving you permission. Reward yourself when you accomplish a goal or an action step that is vital to helping you achieve what it is you really want. And and all of this goes for not just professionally, but you know, maybe just personally. Ideally, plan your reward ahead of time so you have something to look forward to. This is really important. Um, Today, I had a whole list of to-dos, and then I met with a friend of mine at Starbucks. Just a, a small thing. We met for about an hour and a half. Didn't cost very much. So the rewards don't have to be expensive. Just something that you will look forward to. And getting together with friends is something I really look forward to. So remember, small wins compounded daily add up Think of it this way. If you improve just 1% a day, that's at least a 365% improvement at the end of 12 months. And I say at least because compounded daily, now I'm no mathematician, but (laughs) it's probably even more than that. And the really important thing is that taking action on all of these steps will improve your beliefs about yourself, that you can do it, and that you can have the courage to override what you really don't want to do. I'd like to close with two quotes. The first is by Robertson Davies, who said, Whether you are really right or not doesn't matter. It's the belief that counts. So it's what you believe about yourself that counts. The second quote is by Eddie Rickenbacker. He said, courage is doing what you're afraid to do. There can be no courage unless you're scared. And I will also add, Courage leads to confidence. I will end by saying that having the courage to do what you don't want to do and coming out stronger on the other side is one of the secrets to adopting joy. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Adopting Joy podcast share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at adoptingjoy underscore, that's adoptingjoy and the underscore symbol on Twitter at adoptingjoy. And I'm also on Facebook at Colleen Joy Ryan. Colleen Joy Ryan. Thank you. Thank you.